I'm so tired on every level. I'm, I'm rearing to go, Joe. Oh, good. Carry me through it. <laughs> when you and I first started this podcast, we could explain every bit of the plot. Man, I miss the old times. Still got it met. Well, you know the rest. Got it memorized a Kingdom Hearts recap podcast trying to make sense of this mess before Kingdom Hearts 3 comes out. My name's Joe. I'm joined as always by Wheels. How's it how's it going, Wheels? It's it's good, although I do I do think I am no longer qualified to host well any of my podcasts, <laughs> um anything even remotely turn. uh nerdy because my uh so the I went to a football game yesterday oh. because um, the company that I work for like pays for advertisement with the local football team, so they get like a box of tickets and they give them out to employees. And so I went, and I was stunned to find out that of the group of us that went from work, I knew the most about football. <laughs> <laughs> and so I think I just can't anymore. I think I just need to... I think... I think that just disqualifies me from ever talking about a video game or anything where you roll dice. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm proud to announce um, <laughs> the resignation. Yeah, yeah, I'm proud to announce uh, my new podcast. Uh, I didn't even I probably should have thought of a pun. Something about you can... um, got it. Uh, got it penalized. There we go. Challenge flag. Incredible. My favorite sports podcast is Balls in Your Ear. Is that a podcast? Yeah, I don't know if they still fucking exist, but... That's a real good podcast name. It's very good. I had prepared a bit. I've been sitting on a bit for a couple weeks now, because I wanted to do it in the middle of the... the, I wanted to do this extremely funny bit in the middle of Shion dying, and then it was (laughs) too sad, so I did it. Uh huh. Uh huh. Because I have been, I have been sitting and workshopping. I a, remember. Um, you, I remember when I read that scene, and I was l- literally in real life crying while I read my notes about that scene. Uh-huh. I remember you saying, "Oh, I there's a real funny joke I could make," and I'm like, "Cool, Joe. I'm very <laughs> glad you didn't." Yeah. No, it's a lot. And even now, I'm like, "Do I want to do it?" Yeah. But. <laughs> Because I, I've been workshopping this extremely good parody of Jesse McCartney's Beautiful Soul. Um, <laughs> and I'm worried, I, I'm like, can I get past the first line um, of that even? Uh, because it's j- literally just changed to, I don't want to see Sora's face. Um, <laughs> it's very good. And um, I'm just going to, I just, I put it out into the universe. And I'm going to let it walk away. That's it's not, real good. It's, it's not the one that I I want to chase. Uh, let's do. <laughs> I I well, I was I was literally like thinking about it, and you texted me. I think this song is bad about something else, and that was <laughs> that was the sign where I was like, maybe this maybe this bit. The stars have aligned. Yeah. Maybe this bit isn't worth the effort I'm putting into it. 
Um, we we come here every week, except for last week. We come here every week to talk about Kingdom Hearts. What was last week? We didn't record. <laughs> oh, well, we I mean, we still released an episode, though. Yeah, yeah. We record a week in, in advance, specifically so days where my computer dies. I can say, hey, let's not, and it's fine. Yeah. Um, but we, we, we come here to talk about Kingdom Hearts every week, and uh, this week we have finished 358 over two days, the, a very sad game, and now we're here to talk about spoilers and how it connects to other games that we couldn't talk about. Uh, Specifically, basically just Birth by Sleep. Yeah, I was going to say it's pretty much just that Ventus shit, huh? <laughs> yeah, there, we have talked a little bit about how... 358 is this weird paradox of if you were to just play that game, you would understand zero of what's going on, and yet it is also the most self-contained Kingdom Hearts story. Yes. Um, because the most of the story is like this relationship between these people, which begins and ends right. in that game. It, Unless it you, requires a lot well, of like lore knowledge to start, but it doesn't, mm-hmm. and it what's adds nobody? some, but yeah. But it doesn't like. I would say, yeah, like you said, it wraps it itself up. Yeah, yeah. There are bits and pieces where like it leans on chain of memories a bit mm-hmm. with the Repliku stuff, I guess, and the part where everyone goes away and dies. But also, maybe playing <laughs> three five eight and not knowing that is kind of more like a more bizarre experience in itself. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this was Riley's I first don't... game. I'm really confused how that worked. This was whose first game? Riley's. What? If I'm remembering correctly. That, I'm going to have to ask Riley some questions. Yeah. Um, Should have just brought them on this episode. <laughs> all of, all of <laughs> welcome Riley to the show, Riley. Yeah. Uh, Discord no, says they're here. online, but I think they're still camping. Let them rest. Uh, <laughs> they don't let me rest. Let's get into, the, <laughs> let's get into that. Um, that's very true. That's like the whole brand. That's the whole point of your podcast together. Um, let's get into that Ventus shit because you're right. That's like the one thing that does come up a few times that is relevant to stuff we haven't already talked about in main episodes of this show. Yeah. Namely, because, what yeah. Are the, I think there are two instances of it. Number one, I can remember, and then there's another that I can't, but I remember it coming up again at some point. Um, Good. The the one I do remember is that Zigbar sees Shion as. Ventus, mm-hmm. but which... not Roxas, <laughs> right? Um, I don't know why the cloak does so much to throw him off, <laughs> but apparently it does. Because they're like, oh well, no, he he says in his diary that he, in the secret diary, that he recognizes that they look identical to each other. Does he? Yeah, because he's okay. like the the newbie's starting to look more and more like. Him or whatever. He he doesn't say Ventus. I thought that I thought that was Shion though. Um, who is there's also a, there's a newbie. A, there's an entry where he talks about that he sees Shion as Ventus, but there's another I think earlier entry where he talks about how similar Roxas moves to Ventus or something like that, or or how they look the same or whatever. Mm. Did I say Zigbar's name ever in that description? I feel I like a know. mess. That's what I, I'm talking about though. Yeah, it was, yeah, I think we said Zigbar. I just shared an image of all of them T-posing, and it's very funny to me. Oh, where did you... Oh, let me... Oh, yeah, look at that. <laughs> <laughs> <That's>, yep, <laughs> that is what that is. 
Yeah, God, they're just the same boy. Yep. Where was the other? Didn't wasn't there a vaguely Ventus thing that came up another yeah. time? Or am I and making I, that up? And I think this was something where we talked about it, where it was like probably just a miscommunication between what was actually happening in 358 and Birth by Sleep because they were kind of made at the same time, um, mm. roughly. I'm, I'm kind of talking out of my ass because I didn't fucking make these games. Um, I don't know what the fuck they were doing. But uh, the stuff in Coliseum kind of hinted at, like, Ventus. Mm-hmm. But, like, a lot of it didn't really connect. And also we know that Ventus wasn't there doing that. What do you mean? So, Ventus went to the Coliseum. What did he do, though? Because I don't remember him interacting with Hercules. Or... I thought, doesn't he train with Phil? I don't Look remember. This up. Birth by Sleep, my favorite entry in the franchise that I know nothing about. Oh, I love Birth by Sleep. Yeah, 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 because he trains alongside with uh, fucking Final Fantasy VII prequel man, Zach. Zach yeah, Zach Galifianakis. Zach Braff or whatever. <laughs> we both went to, like, <laughs> mediocre comedy actors. Uh, um, every Zach is a mediocre comedy actor, including Zach from Crisis Court. Yeah, he, um, he... Like, you know, hit some barrels around the Coliseum or whatever. Yeah. So why does why would Phil... Yeah, so maybe that's it. It's like, because Ventus trained with Phil, but Phil was like, oh, this is the kid that Hercules scouted, probably. And it's like, that's not really what that was. Hercules was small then. Oh, I see what you're saying. Because at the end, he yeah, that line does kind of throw that theory into question, I guess. And also, I mean, like, it's way too... Well... I guess it could be Sora if we're going on the pretense that no one really remembers Sora right now. Cause that's oh, weird. that's a good point. That's a thing that I don't think we've talked about once um, in 358, but, is that is Sora that the, memories are it, weird. Is that the case, though? Because I thought that didn't happen yet. When does that happen? Because Riku remembers Sora the whole yeah, I feel dang like, time. Yeah, I, remember, I feel like I talked about this in the Discord, and I don't remember... <laughs> at all the response I got because everyone in the Discord knows way more than we do. Um, and Or I guess yeah, maybe... It, yeah, that's... I feel like Riku makes sense as an exception. Yeah. But I feel like when Namine is working on his memories, that is the case, but I might yeah. be wrong. I always... See, playing all of the... And going through the story of all the side games... Um, has confused me about that more than just playing mm-hmm. the main entries. Well, did I, because I I always thought and and I played through three five eight, but I didn't finish it, so I yeah. didn't get to most like any of the Riku stuff. So yeah. I didn't really confront that, and I had always interpreted Riku's some of Riku's dialogue when he looks like Ansem in Kingdom Hearts two as that he doesn't remember. Sora at that point and that the memories come back because I think there is a line where Diz like asks if his memories are of him are coming back or whatever but it's also like that's not that long after we see him here in 358 yeah. so like what changed in the meantime but, but like Leon talks about how everyone just kind of remembered Sora at the same time yeah like pretty like a week ago or so like when he wakes up more or less or maybe it's maybe it lines up better with when Shion fucking dematerializes or whatever um that would make sense in some way i guess yeah i mean i could say just about anything and it's like oh sure yeah that sounds right because that's what kingdom hearts is anything else i i'm i'm fine leaving that one added question mark because i don't i'm not sure that detail really matters too much Um, no no it's kind of just like there's a couple different readings of it and 
I'm not 100% sure that there's, like, a super defined answer based on yeah. our our readings of the text so far. But also in the back of my mind, I'm like, if there is, someone's going to tell me. I don't want, I don't want that. <laughs> Any other, um, other than, like, they reference the Chamber of Waking and Chamber of Repose a yeah. few times, which just come up again in Birth by Sleep. Yeah, um, more Ventus and... and... Uh, well, Aqua's armor is in the chamber of uh, awakening, I think, under Hollow Bastion. Roxas is sleeping in the chamber of waking. Ventus, I Ventus, oh, is sorry, sleeping. fuck. Same boy. Ventus is sleeping in the chamber of waking. So then it's Aqua's oh, armor yeah. that's in the chamber of repose. Sure. Fucked up. Wrong. Um, it's good. Yeah anything but other than that and other than the ventus stuff we talked about is there really anything you want to go over about full hmm. context spoilers things that we need to other than just jumping into our audience questions um hmm we don't have a whole lot of audience stuff um and that's why i'm like wondering Stalling? if there is <laughs> yes yeah, 15 minute episode everybody um what yeah because i'm like i feel like some of the shion stuff is like I guess, like, beyond theorizing straight-up Kingdom Hearts 3 stuff, which I don't really want to do. But, like, there's been a lot of a lot of teasing with, like, organization members coming back and then becoming organization members, but... Like, we already know from Dream Drop Distance the whole 13 mm-hmm. darknesses, 7 lights thing. So, yeah. I mean, there's that worth there's talking a, about that, like... There's a scene where Zimnus is talking about preparing a vessel... And it zooms in on his super orange eyes. And I'm like, which plan are you doing right now? Because it doesn't make sense if he's actually doing the big boy plan. Because What's the big boy plan? The big boy plan is the the 13 darknesses making all the vessels for Mr. Nort. Oh, and and then you're saying the the baby's first plan is what Xemnas tries to do in In Kingdom Kingdom Hearts 2? Yeah. And I'm like, why? Like, there's some weird, like, just not super lining up what his goals are ever. Because of the whole like, oh yeah, time travel. That's that's it. That's it's time travel. That fucks everything up. But he does ride a Yu-Gi-Oh card, so all is forgiven. <laughs> it's that simple. Uh huh. Um. Yeah. Well, does he? I guess. Yeah. I guess we don't. We can assume he's in that suit of armor. Yeah, because he screams uh, in pain and horror when you kill the suit of armor. Oh well, I guess that kind of makes sense. Um. That's a cool-looking dragon thing. I know. I'm a big fan. Beep. No. Okay. <laughs> so that so when you edit it, edit this, that part is just going to be... Beep. No. <laughs> um, yeah, that's, that's the most pleasant way to, to remove that line. <laughs> Which people are going to be so confused because they'll be like, this is the spoiler episode. Why <laughs> what, do something you, bleep? what could you possibly bleep from the spoiler episode? What do y'all not like? What do y'all know that we don't people know? People are going to think I said something profoundly problematic. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. I promise. The fu- Jesus Christ. Are you being cat attacked? Yeah, I'm just going to let. Fuck it. She wants to be on the show. Hello, mouse. Oh, that's why. That makes more sense. She wasn't trying to get in my room. She was trying to get out of the closet. And this is a loving and accepting household. 
So, <laughs> um, oh, Kingdom Hearts is a lot. I yeah, I feel we've hit that weird middle of the road where it's like, well, we've kind of addressed a lot of the stuff, and it's just like, well, next we cover Birth by Sleep, and that'll fill in the gaps. Yeah, I almost feel like after Birth by Sleep, even though that's such a incredibly important entry into the franchise there almost won't be a need for an ansom report because it's just going to be like well we'll talk yeah. about all this stuff in like a week when we get to dream drop distance so yeah exactly. i almost feel like this part of the format has become less useful but yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> 20 minutes into an answer report can we just not do this can we not do these let's hit let's hit those listener questions uh okay well i've got this one so this is a question from Peter, and they ask, is Shion's connection with a, with or appearance like Kyrie related to their respective Keyblade-wielding abilities? Is it all because of Kyrie's time inside Sora's big old bucket of hearts? Or is Shion summoning a Keyblade, or Kyrie's Keyblade before it's used by Kyrie? Which is a, a hmm. fucking thought that I would like to go down. Um, huh. And then if so, is Kyrie's Keyblade actually Aqua's from, like, Birth by Sleep seems to imply? Um, in which case, why do all three Keyblade-wielding girls have the same fucking Keyblade? Are cooties the sixth enemy? <laughs> Thank you for your question, because that's a, that's a lot to consider. That's a good question. Um, I think, so, one detail that lends credence to the idea that Shion's ability to wield the Keyblade is related to Kyrie's. Well, I, obviously that that idea is rooted in the fact that Shion is created out of Sora's memories of Kyrie, mm-hmm. or Sora, uh, Kyrie as Sora remembers her specifically is how that's worded. The um, a fucking scene edit on Twitter, more or less. <laughs> uh, the one detail that lends credence to that idea is is the whole Roxas wielding two Keyblades after she disappears out of existence thing. Mm-hmm. Um, because maybe it's like that. Also, because it's not like Sora can wield. Well, Sora can have two Keyblades when he's in like Valor form and I he gobbles I heard up Goofy someone, or whatever. I thought I heard someone propose that he does that because it's Ventus's. <laughs> oh, that Sora does that because it's Ventus's. Also, Roxas. Oh, hmm. I think someone was like Roxas can hold two Keyblades because of Sora and Ventus. And Sora, hmm. uh, once he absorbs Roxas back up completely, he can use three because of Ventus hate- himself. It's all bad. Like, and also, it's all fucking made up, and none of this is, like, confirmed or any shit. I hate to dunk on this theoretical someone that you're talking about, but I don't like that theory because I think the whole Roxas wielding two Keyblades at the end of 358 thing is so much more thematically resonant if that's related to the Shion. disappearance of Shion than it is. It is. It's way better that way. Just that there's some boy that <laughs> looks like the boy mm-hmm. um, whom we haven't met yet. Yeah. Um, Especially since when he when he, when he he pulls them out, um, and this is something that's kind of like trapped to only the DS game, but he pulls out two kingdom keys and then they turn into Oathkeeper and Oblivion, which is mm. very much, I think, a through line of the connection with Shion and Kairi. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess Riku, the, the Oathkeeper Oblivion stuff is like, was always sort of kind of Kairi and, and Riku's connection to Sora, at least in the first game. Then they just kind of became swords. Um, right. And then, and then it was like, oh, it's cool if we, they, like they always were kind of meant to look cool as opposing. And then they gave both to Roxas because it looks cool. Um, 
does look cool. Sword look good. Sword good. You heard it here first. <laughs> but let's talk about how it, Aqua plays into it. Yeah. Because Aqua, although not doing the speech or anything, Kyrie does like touch her Keyblade, and people seem to think that's fucking enough in this series. Um, and there's credence to that. <laughs> Because the uh-huh. series is fucking playing Calvin Ball with every mechanic it comes up with. I, yeah, it's it's one of those theories where it's like, you have to think of what what details are there that disprove this. Because there's not mm. going to be anything, any single detail that would prove it. I can't think of any reason why not. The alternative theory is just that Shion can use the Keyblade because she is siphoning off... Sora's memories. You know, some Sora bits. Mm-hmm. Um, some Sora juice. And then they can both wield the Keyblade, that both Shion and Roxas can wield the Keyblade for the same reason. Um, especially considering that other than that one scene in Birth by Sleep, the sort of accidental bequeathing, Kyrie hasn't really used the Keyblade yet at all. So mm. that's but maybe I guess if she was... relevant. I don't know. I guess if she was quote unquote given that power because she touched a dang thing in birth by sleep, um, it is through this simple act of taking, I suppose. Yeah. Um, hypothetically, if the power is still there and she hasn't done it, it could still maybe work for Shion if if we wanted to give it credence. Yeah. Um, but but again, like it's like nothing really comes in and says no, which is kind of why Kingdom Hearts gets away with almost everything. Right. Um. When when are we gonna get the the Neil deGrasse Tyson review of Dream Drop Distance? <laughs> Worlds can't sleep. What the fuck. <laughs> That's not how time travel works, actually, because it's not real. N- nor is Mickey Mouse. So I don't know. Dogs don't actually walk on two feet. <laughs> nor do they hold shields. Eh, something about magic ducks. I don't know. <laughs> that one's actually true. Ducks are magic. <laughs> Uh, I think it's next question time. Oh, I never... <laughs> I actually meant to reply to this one in email and never did. Uh, oh. Whoops. But this was the one that we, we... So we've talked about this off the show, but we got a question from Kayla asking Wheels if uh, Mimikyu would be Pikachu's nobody. And I and Ooh, you, and and you I had... I did re- have a really good answer that I typed out to you. And I so did not are- forward it because I'm bad at fucking this job <laughs> for the listener those are pokemon words mm-hmm. mimic you is a pokemon that is a ghost type that uses a uh, uh, disguise to look like pikachu because it notices that people love pikachu and it wants to be loved as well in the anime that takes a much more spiteful direction where it fucking hates Pikachu <laughs> and is going to cut that bitch. And it's amazing. And it's it's great. I love the Sun and Moon anime. Anyway. It's very good. The, the question, is Mimikyu Pikachu's nobody, is an interesting one, although I don't think uh, it can apply given that Mimikyu is, is sort of opting into this this mimicry of Pikachu it is its own thing prior to Pikachu mm-hmm. and then a, and then it it chooses to disguise itself in that way yeah isn't although the similarities are interesting doesn't it like imply that like 
the real Mimikyu is the like a thing under the sheet or whatever. Yeah, it's like a it's like a ghost that ghostly apparition that that lives under this little um makeshift disguise that mm. looks kind of like a Pikachu, yeah. So it's a ghost that chooses to look a certain way. So it's it's Shion. <laughs> I, I thought you were going to say, so you can follow me on Twitter at Ghost of <laughs> Oh, man. Like, I'm just, like, waiting for, like, it to get a certain length so I can be, just call it. Um, no. But that's an interesting, like, thing to think about, though. Uh, I'm trying to think if there are good... I think the best Pokemon... The best Pokemon example of a nobody would be the evolution of Ninkata into... Uh, two different things Ninjask and Shedinja when the Pokemon uh, Ninkata which is based on a Cicada so maybe it's Ninkata I'm just saying these words <laughs> out loud for perhaps the first time in my life it's based on a Cicada so when so just in the same way that Cicadas shed their exoskeleton or whatever shed their shell and then leave it behind on trees uh, when Ninkata evolves if you have a pokeball in your inventory and an open slot in your party it will not only evolve into a ninjask but the empty shell it leaves behind when it sheds its skin is its own pokemon shedinja which is a ghost type that's just the shell itself that's your heartless and nobody combo right there mm-hmm. so if you if you fight a trainer with both of those and you defeat both of them do they walk away with another ninkata Nope, because Pokemon can't die. They can only faint. <laughs> That's, I mean, there are Pokemon graveyards, though. There is the tower or whatever the fuck in Lavender. Yeah, and there is that edgy fan theory that you murder. Also, there's lose, like ghosts. Where do ghosts or whatever. Yeah, where do ghost Pokemon come from? Isn't like a lot of people are like, oh, oh Gengar is oh, Clefairy or some shit. I can tell you where ghost Pokemon come from. <sighs> God damn Most it. of them are ghosts of human beings. <laughs> If you really want to get into it, like, um, uh, Yamask is a ghost. Sorry, everybody. Yamask is a Pokemon in Gen 5 that, uh, the Pokedex entry, it's it's a ghost that holds like a a metal mask that has like a human like face. Mm. And the Pokedex entry says that it carries around the face that it had when it was a living human person. Huh. It's like, sure, this is a kid's game. I think there are also some mentions of that in earlier games, too, but I can't recall them right now because my days as a Pokemon podcaster are behind me. Mm -hmm. Well, thank you for your question, Kayla. (laughs) Um, We both answered it and then asked a different question and answered that. Uh, And then I had one more, I think. Uh, Oh, we got an email from... This is just four X's. Um... So does that mean they're a nobody of someone whose name was just three X's? I think so. That is what I what is implied. Um, and they mainly ask about if we're ever going to cover the manga, and I'll answer that in a second. But they point out some parts that are interesting in comparison to the game. Um, and they their example kind of makes me want to cover it on the show because they say uh, Jiminy Cricket single-handedly murders Luxord, and it's implied <laughs> that he does it with his umbrella. Also, Goofy uh, being the Flash is canonized in Chain of Memories. Um, whoa. So that's that's pretty wild. Um, the Speed Force. 
the Speed Force. I don't know. I don't know enough of the Flash work. I could. I don't know. I could talk about Barry mm-hmm. Allen. It's just the Speed Force is funny to say. Speed Force is real funny to say. I am glad that Luxord gets owned by Jiminy Cricket. That's very good. I'm very happy to know that. I want to call out. I want to call out someone in our Discord server. They're a nice person. This is like a joke. Uh, they're great. But someone did change their name to Luxord, like their nickname, <laughs> after we made a Luxord is banned rule. <laughs> and I haven't banned I them, that. but it's very funny. <laughs> uh, Luxord um, is banned, though. Luxord is banned. Um, and Jiminy Cricket knows that. That's why he murdered him. Are we gonna do the? Are we gonna cover the manga? Was the other question? Yeah, yeah. Um, and I, my go-to answer is I think there is enough ahead of us. <laughs> yeah, my my two cents. Also, being a visual thing is it's like okay, we're just gonna talk about the thing we read on the show. Yeah, my two cents are just we are attempting to get through as much as we can so that when Kingdom Hearts three comes out, we're right on schedule. And we're going to go through that. And frankly, when that game's done, I think it's maybe time to do something else. I don't know if it's like put this podcast on hold until another side game comes out. And in the meantime, make another show or something. But I don't think we would like I don't think there's much value in like treading water and getting deeper and deeper mm-hmm. into like the more or less the 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 extended universe because the, the errata of the kingdom hearts universe <laughs> yeah yeah because at that um, point it's just sort of treading water and maybe not as interesting yeah it's i think the manga is good what i've seen of it and and read of it um bits and pieces and uh it's that's cool and i'm glad it exists but also it's not canon <laughs> it's kind I don't of care a, i don't care about canon but yeah I mean, for me well, it's, canon is nebulous uh-huh it's one of the main principles. But as far as like uh, the our, our show has kind of been like, can we line up the dots between these stupid That's games? True. Yeah. Um, the manga taking a lot anything from the manga at heart is kind of like cheating. Uh, sure. And I, I guess like I don't know if the manga is trying to fill in gaps or make it more favorable. I don't know. It. I was gonna compare it to the Five Nights at Freddy's novels as if like any percentage of our listeners would give a shit. I'm um, sure. I'm sure there's some Fred heads out there. That's what they call them, right? <laughs> they, they do now. <laughs> what, um, are fri- what are what are Freddy fans called? Uh, I don't know. Children. <laughs> hey. <laughs> uh, I I I secretly love FNAF. It's also not a secret. Um, I just don't talk about it. <laughs> uh. Yeah, I don't know. I think we've tossed it around as a Patreon thing, though. I don't. It's just never yeah, like he, done it. 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 I think it's come up in the poll a few times for mm-hmm. the bonus episode, the Patreon bonuses, and has never won. <laughs> um, but I think it's just hard to do a, a lot of justice. But like, it, it's never come up when we've had to do the Patreon bonus on short notice because it's like, well, we're not gonna have time to read a whole mm-hmm. entry of this. But yeah. yeah. Can I recommend Kingdom Smarts? <laughs> That's a good podcast, and they talk about it in their little bonus episodes between the games. They talk about the manga. Yeah. Um, thank you for telling us about Luxord's demise, though. That's I will think about that for years to come. That's great. Well, that's all I got. <laughs> okay. Um, in terms of emails, I don't, I don't think they're... I don't even think I asked for anything from the Discord. 
And if I did and I got something and I didn't save it, sorry. I think um, you did, but I don't. But I think at this point, I think everybody is in the same boat we are, which is like, yeah, we've cut it's, it's like you're doing a puzzle and there's like four puzzle pieces left. And it's, and like, it's like, well, I'll I just... see that it's a dog. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's clearly a picture of Goofy's face. Because that's what um, puzzles are, right? You don't know what you're making a puzzle of until you put it together. It's not yeah, like that's the how pictures it works. on the box or it anything. Just, it just comes in a black box and you're like, well, time to piece it together. And it's, wow, it's uh, the White Album by the Beatles. <laughs> <laughs> that... <laughs> that's that'd be a very difficult puzzle uh i ha- do have a point though now which is that puzzles would be infinitely better if they were like that and the only reason they're not is because of capitalism because <laughs> because market pressure influences puzzle crafters to put flashy images on the front to promise certain results Mm-hmm. And the free market ends up deciding it's a race to the bottom where the free market decides whatever the floweriest um, puzzle is ends up being the one that sells. Whereas it would be a much more beneficial process if all puzzles just came in black boxes. Because then it would actually be puzzle solving. Yeah. When I was a kid, I built up, I put together a puzzle of, uh, I think it was Shaggy and Scooby Doo. Um, it couldn't have been more than. 40 pieces uh and i was so proud of it that we glued it together and hung it on my wall hell yeah um, and i just wanted to share that with everybody that's great i don't think i've um, ever glued a puzzle together i can only think of that instance and like it's weird because that has stuck with me and i'm like that's a thing that people do right but i don't think it is i don't know if people are like yep i never want to do this again and i'm gonna appreciate it as art <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> this activity is now off the table yeah was it was it hugh jackman i saw a video of some I, the person that i think might have been hugh jackman of like finally completing a puzzle and then just destroying it in a maniacal rage and it was like <laughs> big fucking mood <laughs> uh, uh this good. was this is a kingdom hearts show um, yeah, I think it's fine if this one, and this point we're just treading water. I think it's fine yeah. if this one ends early, since the last one was like an hour and a half long or something. Yeah, it balances um, out. Yeah. So I mean, I don't know. It'll probably come out to like thirty-five minutes. We've had equally short episodes right. before. Uh, so next up, we're doing Birth by Sleep. We're gonna, you know, a year in, we're gonna experiment with the way that we take our notes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Yeah, I'm gonna take I'm gonna take all of the notes and I'm gonna take them very closely, and then you're gonna like if, play the the dang thing, and then we're gonna share sh- both share my notes. Uh huh. Um, because I'm sure listeners at home know that my notes are usually garbage, uh, and I kind of just like paraphrase what's happening, and sometimes it's funny, but in terms I, of like a really important dialogue from here on out, it's like well. And I've uh, also, I have personally have also really enjoyed the instances where we've gotten, to, like we did in Kingdom Hearts 1 a few times with Sora and Riku, where we both take a part. I think it makes it... For, I must have just blocked that out. Oh, we totally did it in the in the, in the Keyblade Swaparoo scene. Ooh. I remember talking about, about doing it, but I'm pretty sure under the pressure I was like, I don't want to do it. Caved? Wow. I don't, I, I feel like I caved. Wow. I don't remember that. I think mm. we, I think we did it. Well, neither of us are gonna go back and check. <laughs> I I know Nominee was my friend. That's not even the right game. <laughs> shut shut up. <laughs> <laughs>
find that so as oh, is yeah, tradition we, i'll send it to you i have it saved um as is i think we've missed it once or twice but um we always get uh i think their twitter is tom and smith we always get a long answer report title from uh a very dedicated listener of the show <laughs> um and this is the first time that i won't be reading it and... It's just the dice we always flip, as you probably know. We always yeah. take turns doing the intro, so we always take turns doing the outro. And this is so the we... first time it's lined up where yeah. Wheels has to do it. We haven't plugged anything, actually. <laughs> Should we do that first? Oh, yeah, totally. I won't look at it until I read it. I will okay. be looking away directly at my microphone to tell you that you can find me on Twitter at twitter.com slash thetravisw and a podcast called Very Random Encounters, wherein a few friends and I play tabletop role-playing games and randomly determine as much as is possible. Um, as well, uh, if you're a fan of interstitial, well, number one, there's always more of that coming out every week, uh, unless you listen to the whole thing on the Patreon feed, at which point... I can point you to something else. Um, recently uh, was uh, Non-Binary People in Tabletop Gaming Month. That was August, I, which maybe it'll still be August when this comes out. Who knows? Um, I this episode ran... comes out in like two days. Oh, yeah, that's true. Damn. That never happens, but like... <laughs> yeah, so because it was Non-Binary People in Tabletop Role-Playing Game Month this month and still is... Um, I ran a one-shot of Interstitial for some other people in that non-binary tabletop gaming month Discord. Um, so if you want to see me uh, GM Interstitial with a bunch of people that I... It was the first time I had really met any of them uh, when we started playing, but everybody that I played with was uh, just so kind and it was so fun to play. Uh, Wreck-It Ralph, Aqua... And then, who else? Oh, and then two characters from franchises I wasn't familiar with um, did go, uh, one from, oh god, I can't even remember. Uh, everybody went to uh, Beach City from Steven Universe, uh, and I think the VOD of that should still be up. Um, it was kindly hosted uh, by Kirby, who hosted at twitch.tv slash fancy rectangles, so you should be able to see the v VOD for that if you... Yeah, I think uh, I think they said they were gonna bounce it to YouTube later. Oh yeah, that does sound before right. Before the before it disappears from Twitch, so like it was um, it was so fun to like to uh, to GM that session. It was really cool to go through. Like it's I have GM before, but it was a really short thing for our patrons. So to GM like a longer one shot that like really started and ended a story was really satisfying. So yeah, good interstitial, good. So you can find me on Twitter at Ghost of Joe, Ghost of J O. I do uh anime re or anime rewatch podcast of one piece called we are watching one piece um i think we had i think we're gonna do an episode this month um fuck i didn't say i watch one piece uh and i also do bed bath and bionicle in which my friend riley calls me monday morning and tells me about bionicle lore we're gonna have a special episode coming up in which we do a commentary track of the film mask of light i'm not sure quite the mechanics of that yet oh i'm so pumped uh yeah, shout out to shout out to uh to Chris for mailing me a DVD that his grandmother bought him <laughs> when he was a kid and he never watched it. Uh 
it's 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 got a good home now uh, uh and i think yeah that's all i got um but yeah you can so you can support this show on patreon.com slash memorize cast we do uh monthly bonus episodes you get episodes early um if you like interstitial we posted the whole season of that like it's been like a month now month or two months i guess shit time is weird um and uh if you like interstitial uh new stuff will probably be hitting that patreon before the season's up i think that is i think the goal that all of us busy dumbasses are having you can join our discord server uh, the link to that is in our pinned tweet on Twitter, twitter.com slash MemorizeCast. It's also in the notes description of this episode. Our theme music is a remix of Dearly Beloved by Leg Day, courtesy of Game Chops. I think that is everything. Yep. Yeehaw. All right. This has been Ansem Report, Re-Kingdom Hearts, Got It Memorized, Coded Dreams, Dropped into Sleep, Interstitially, Final Upgrade Remix, Chai Kai Ansem's secret report on Roxas's super secret journals. Do not read. This means you, Luxord. I swear I will Firaga your cards if you read this. And the relationship (parentheses) which does not exist (end parentheses) between the nobodies known as Axel Roxas and I swear there was one more, but I can't remember its name. All of which do not exist and have no right to privacy. <laughs> I mean, that kind of sums up the game. Uh, especially the the Luxord part. Luxord's band. Got, Got it. it. Memorized. Memorized. We were together. Welcome to Very Random Encounters, where we play tabletop RPGs and randomly determine as much as possible. Remember playing with Legos and swapping the people's heads and limbs to create horrid abominations that God forgot? Our show is what it would be like if those rejected attempts at the human form had to go out and save the day. We turn the nonsense into a story with a nice message, like how friendship is stronger than a mind-controlled goblin jazz band. Hey, that's a thing that really happened. Find Very Random Encounters wherever you randomly determine to listen to podcasts.